Hey yo, it's a talk show host, Kana Lassiter. Join me for an episode of Relations, the most lit, lit hour of adult conversation. Hold up, hold up, you know you can't forget about me. It's 51 Spades, Alpha Male G-O-D, one half of Relations. You wanna hear the truth? Can, 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 you, can, you, can you handle the truth? It's where it's at, baby. It's where it's at, baby. What's good? Welcome to an all-new episode of Relations. My name is Kayna Lassiter. Say it with me now. Alpha male, G-O-D, 51 spade, a.k.a. the ninja you love to hate. Ninja. <laughs> I'm in the building. You know how we do it. We got two topics in one hour. The first topic is what constitutes wife material. And the second topic is the thin line between enforcing your standards and control. Interesting topics today. We're going to start with the one that constitutes wife material because I think that's going to be a pretty easy subject to get through if you don't debate me too hard on this. Um, I think it's become a topic of conversation because no matter who the woman is and where she is in her life, that seems to be the topic of conversation. If she wants to be married or she deserves this or she deserves that. So I think having the conversation about why you think you would make a good wife or what should be in place before you expect someone to wife you is important. Do you agree? To a degree. Explain a little bit further. So if we had 10 women in here, I think the overall goal would be to marry. Probably. You being the person who normally pays devil's advocate, I think if someone said that to you, you would rebuttal saying, okay, what makes you think you would make a good wife? Am I right or wrong? I don't think that's a rebuttal, but I think that would be a question for every woman that's saying that they want to be married because just because you want to be something, you got to put in work to become that. It's like your kids might come to you and say, I want to play football. You don't just be like, you're going to be a football star. You understand what I'm saying? Or you're just going to be a singer. Like you have to work hard at that to become that. So my, I don't really want to say I would have a problem with a woman wanting to become a wife. I would say, what work did you do to become that? Because a lot of the women now think it's a switch because they often will say, for if the right man comes along, I'll do X, Y, Z. So it's either, what have you been doing? Because you're not a light switch. Right. So what have you been doing that makes you wife material do you understand what a wife is do you understand the role there's a bunch of gender roles that now that's being applied to relationships so what makes you a good wife right um i think for me more times than not when i'm talking to my specific girlfriends they always make the comment that okay i either they want to marry again because they've already been married or they deserve to be the wife they want to be married and so in my mind in my heart even though i probably won't say it right there in that moment i'm thinking to myself really like you're not ready maybe it's because of their circumstance like you ain't gonna get no husband in that situation you in or that's not gonna be easy but it always seems for me if the person in my eyes isn't in the exact perfect spot to be talking about being someone's wife mm -hmm. I feel funny about it inside. But if, you, but if you doubt that, why aren't you saying that? Because the reason I'm saying that is if, if you doubt it and then you're a friend and then you look at your friend and you say, 
I wouldn't marry you. I'm just and that's really what I'm feeling. And and just going from that perspective, with you being a woman, and now you talking to your friend, if you looking at the woman and say, "Well, I wouldn't marry you," so why would a man marry you? But y'all still send them out there thinking that they're ready. I think we try different ways. I don't think I could say I wouldn't marry you because I think that's harsh. That's number one. Number two. I, I get it. But number two, if you're the person on the other end receiving that message, the only thing you're going to think to yourself is, damn, you're mighty judgmental. And when I talk to people and I do, and this has happened to me before, um, you did X, Y, Z, that ain't cute. Men don't like that. Or that's not cool. Mm-hmm. I will get, well, you ain't perfect. Instead yeah. of but them looking in the mirror and saying, it. you know what? But, I, you're right. But it's not about being perfect. See, what, what, I, what I'm saying to you is you don't have to say what they what their faults is because nine times out of ten they they, they say what their faults are. Mm-hmm. If 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 you with your homegirls and they like, well, I don't like to cook. Would a man like a woman that don't like to cook? No. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like, she's gonna have instead of but instead of her realizing, you know what, you're right. You know what the answer is gonna be? I make money. I can I can hire a chef, or we so, can just go out to eat. It's not it. a big deal. So now I would question. Now I would question role choice because. If you're saying you're a wife, the man typically would make that decision. Who are you to call that shot and say, "Well, I just don't want to cook. I'm just he's just gonna take me out to eat." You understand? What I'm saying now you're you're telling the man that, "Well, I don't want to learn to cook. I don't I don't need a cookbook," and he's just gonna take me out to eat. So I'm just saying the rebuttal for me was like, "What man is gonna accept that?" And, or is that the type of man that you really want? You understand what I'm saying? Because to me, I, it's like, I don't think most women want a man that they can run over. Typically, they want to they want to not be in control and let the man call the shot. So right. now if the man is saying, well, I want a woman. I want a woman who is, that knows how to cook. I want a woman who's fit. I want a woman that's submissive and cooperative. I, I want a woman that's mindful of things that's going on. Some of these things that I'm hearing you say, this is the list that you don't have to say you don't do this. You could just give the list and say this is. So what I it think is. the real answer is if we're asking what constitutes wife material, you would need to ask the person you're dating. You would need yeah. to ask them what their standards in a wife is, really. Yeah. Because if a woman that doesn't like to cook dated a guy that liked to go out to eat five days a week, then she dodged the bullet. Because she's going out five days a week anyway. All she needs to do is come up with two meals at home. Maybe. Or maybe. <clears throat> or maybe because she can cook, now he don't go out as much. I never thought of it that way. But I still say that should be the answer to the question. <laughs> <laughs> is that you ask the person what they expect of you as a wife. But if we're just doing just the basics to lend to the conversation or to the debate. I think I have to be comfortable with what you said doing when I'm talking to a friend and she says, you know, I want to get married or this is, this is what I hear most often. Mm -hmm. I deserve better. That probably should have been the topic. But the, but the, but the question, because that's what I hear more often than, Hey, I I deserve, uh, I want a husband. I, I always hear, I deserve better than the boyfriend. I deserve better than the one night stand. I deserve better than the fuck buddy. So what else are you saying? The only thing better than those three things is a husband. (laughs) I mean, I get that, but, a, what makes you deserve that? You know, because I, I'm going to just say this from, from, from a standpoint of a man. A lot of times, like, we'll get in relationship with, with women 
in just like any other relationship, you're talking about their past on what they, you know, who they dealt with. They didn't make this man take them out. They didn't make this man have a job. They didn't, you know, they standards be so low. Then they get with one man and now all of a sudden your standards is high. You know, you want him to do X, Y, Z, but what did you do to earn that? And that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a question that I would ask itself. Like, if you with your homegirls and they saying, I deserve that, why do you deserve that now? Yeah, why? And that, and that still goes with what con- constitutes you as wife material. And I think that if women are looking for husbands, which I think we all are, there aren't too many women out there who are like, you know, I'm not looking for a husband. I'm looking for a fuck buddy. Most women are looking for someone to be committed to long term. And so you're right. I think if a woman is looking for that, then she has to start by looking at herself and saying, why me? Why would he want to give me his last name? Why would he want me to carry on his family's legacy? Why would he entrust me to his kids? Why would he entrust me to his situation? Um, And I think if you don't have great answers for all those questions, then you're just not ready. It doesn't mean that you don't deserve to be a wife. It just means you are not ready to be nobody wife. There could be several reasons for that. You have an infant. Do we want a a child? Does a man want to marry a woman with a young child? Step in and be, you know, a disciplinarian? No. Or would you even let them step in to be the disciplinarian? Because, see, that's the other thing. Like, some women have unrealistic goals. You know, I often say, like, a lot of times, you know, women think with this delusion and men are looking at logic. And I'm just saying, logically, do you think that that is a fair deal for the man to come in and take care of another child that's not his? I'm not saying it don't happen, but I'm just saying if you realistically look at it, because, because you want him to come in and take care of those kids and also pay the foot the bill for another man's uh i don't want to say another man's situation mm-hmm. so a lot of times women will look at that and be like that's cool depending on where you are at life mm-hmm. that possibly could happen depending on where you're looking at it could possibly it could possibly happen or it po- could possibly not happen you have to look at the whole scenario and the whole situation i think you have to be ready for the choosing period you have to have the you know, if you're in a if you're a puppy and you're in a box with twelve other puppies, you're number thirteen, your bow needs to look prettier than all the other girl puppies. You to get picked. You know, and I think that's the philosophy philosophy that more women need to adapt. Now I know I need to be careful treading here because I know there are women who are gonna be like Bitch, I don't got to do nothing extra. My, whoever's meant for me, gonna be with me. And I think that's pretty much the attitude that I hear instead of, you know what? I do need to go to the gym. Okay, so You why, know what? I do need to so raise my that, children before putting myself on the market. Why is again. that happening? That would be the main question. Why do women think a relationship that they can close on that at any point in time that they want to? That would be the, that would be the real deal question. Like, why do you feel that you can throw away your early years just fucking around. So I'm, a, I'm just going to move the narrative a little bit into a later stage to just be like, you think you can get the same thing you can get in your 20s and your late and your mid 30s and 40s. Why do you think that that, that ground looked the same? Um, two things. Religion, Religion and women's empowerment. Our faith teaches us 
that if we do good, we'll get good back. And it's hard to argue that. It's hard to say, hey, it's hard to argue with somebody that says, I have a good heart. I am a good person. I deserve good things. And then when you're on the side of that conversation, you know what? You're agreeing because your friend, she is a good person. Or that guy, he is a good person. So on the other side of that argument, it just feels wrong to be like, yeah, I know you're a good person, but you understand what I'm saying? So the faith part of it, I had to mention, even though it sounds strange to be in this conversation, I think that's what we women are holding on to is like, you know what? I don't need to go out of my way. What's for me is for me. That's old school teaching. Your mama taught you that. What's for you is for you. You don't have to go to the moon for no man. If he wants you, he's going to do X, Y, Z. And we teach our children that whether they're skinny, fat, tall, short, ugly, or cute. It's instilling that confidence. And that's it's all faith-based. It really is. And then the women's empowerment movement taught us the same things. When we find a woman, or if I befriend somebody that's war is me, nobody wants me. I'm fat. I got kids. I, 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 loathing. What do you think I do as a friend? I pick that person up. You're beautiful. You're kind. It's going to happen. You don't say, well, you know what? It's like that because you gained 40 pounds this year. Probably need to. You know what? It's like that because you got kids and men ain't attractive to that. You know what? It's like that because you don't want to be that type of person. I get what you're saying. Tough love. That's all it's boiling down to. You need to tell your friend the truth. But it's just. Last part, truth. Right. You know, but it's just. But I don't see that as tough love, though. It's tough to say to someone you love. That's why I call it tough love. No, it's tough to say because people live in lies. You know what I'm saying? They believe the lies that they tell themselves. That's that shit that you you telling your kids and not. And I'm not saying every kid get told that, but you lie to your kids. We start off lying to our kids. You know what I'm saying? Santa Claus, (laughs) Easter Bunny. Come on, man. Like, we, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck, we ain't telling lies. You know what I'm saying? Like, we start off lying. And that's, and to me, a lot of times, that's the problem. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, even if you have, even if you see your homegirl give birth to a child, it's, I ain't saying it's all the time, but rare. Your homegirl give birth to a child and they ugly. You're not going to be like, damn, that baby is ugly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You're going to lie and be like, he's so precious. No, yeah. you're going to say the word precious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> this baby so precious. And then the mom going to tell him that he precious and everything. And who going to tell him the truth when his ass get to school? Why are you round like this, man? You know what I'm saying? Nobody look like this. You know what I'm saying? He start getting truth at school. And then they and then that shit get accused of being bullying and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because they telling them the truth. You know what I'm saying? There's no way you need two chocolate milks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's some shit that need to be told. That's truthful. Yeah. So I'm not saying you don't push somebody to be great, but I'm just saying that you need to tell them the truth. You know what I'm saying? If somebody is out of shape, you tell them they out of shape. So Not in that, that conversation, mm-hmm. my my heavyset girlfriend is with me. Gotcha. And she's saying, you know, I like this guy. You know, he doesn't like me back the same way. But, you know, this is what I deserve. I want to be married. So in the middle of the conversation with her lifting herself up mm-hmm. and saying how great of a person she is, mm-hmm. I need to say to her, but... That's what I'm asking you. You would say, but because at the at the end of the day, this is why. Okay, now <clears throat> the reason why you want to get married, you have to really tackle that first on asking her that. Why do you deserve to be married? 
And why does the man that you want deserve you? To look at yourself a lot of times, I think, is something that, you know, women don't do a lot of times. You know, they doing what you're saying, having that leap of faith. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, religion and all that type of shit. Religion and, uh, and, and, and empowerment, but, but which the, are both two good but, things to uh, have in your life. Gotcha. But a lot of times, people take religion a little too fucking far. You know what I'm saying? Not knocking nobody faith or no shit like that. But at the end of the day, you can pray for whatever the fuck you want, but you still got to put in the goddamn work. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit don't fall in my lap. Like, that's like me going out and just being like, well, let me pray for some pussy and this shit just going to fall about the sky. I got to put in some fucking work or I might be pussyless. You know what I'm saying? And for the same thing, the same thing with a husband. Like, a lot of women start focusing on themselves saying, I deserve this, but not saying the man that I'm giving myself am I what he what he what, deserves. What he deserves. That is so good because recently, not recently as in yesterday, but recently in life, I said to myself, I big my partner up. My bigner is my partner is handsome. My partner is smart. My partner is witty. I say all of those things. And then right after, I said, Does my partner have the woman he deserves? Because if you think your guy is a king, then you're, if he's a king in the context of what a king is, then he deserves a woman that looks like she should be with a king. You understand what I'm saying? It's like you can't say, oh my God, you're so great, but you don't compliment his greatness. Oh my God, you're so handsome, but you don't compliment the way he looks. Oh my God, you're smart, but you don't compliment any of those things. Mm. Like, how can you put your standards in place to say I deserve him because he's so great and not do your best to be great. If your mm -hmm. husband is fit, then why aren't you? Mm -hmm. If he going back to college to get his degree and you ain't even completed high school, why you ain't trying to get that GED? You just think you deserve a husband based on those two things, mm -hmm. faith and being an empowered woman, which again, I'm going to say this to the audience because we have a lot of listeners who are them empowered modern women. Those are all both good things to have. However, like you said, there still needs to be work and you need to match your spouse. And that's one of the reasons why I know a lot of the listeners are new to me, but I dropped a whole bunch of weight. I didn't do that because I woke up one morning and decided, you know what? I don't want to be fat. That wasn't it. The person I was dating at the time I thought was the bee's fucking knees. And I'm like, but why me? Why does this great guy deserve to have a person that is a size 22 when he's everybody wants him? Everybody wants that guy. So he went. 22. <laughs> I'm, I don't think I was a 22 at this time. I'm just picking a number. But and I'm just making an example. If, if you're that woman, if you are unfit, but you keep complimenting your husband about how fit he is and how great he is, then why aren't you reaching for that same greatness? Mm -hmm. Why aren't you matching his fly? And I think that's what constitutes a good wife. You got to be able to match his fly. That's it. You got to be able to match it. Whether we're talking about I'll education, I'll finances. I'll, say, I'll go a step better. Just always stay in, just always stay in competition. All, if you always stay in competition, you'll do, you'll do better. I think some of the major problems in a lot of, in a, in a lot of relationships also is, you know, too complacent. People get too complacent sometimes so when the person outgrows you you might really see 
how they see you. Yeah. I was told by I, I was one day I was watching this comedian, and even though it was funny, it was truth to it. And in the in the fact of the matter is, he said that when you look at couples sometimes, and keep in mind this is this this was a comedian. He was like, when you look at couples sometimes, he said, if you look at the man and then you look at the woman next next to him, it was the only thing that he could afford. He was like, that's that's what his that's where his money. Wow. That's where his money capped off at. And some and he was and he looked wow. in the crowd. He looked in the crowd and he was like, and a lot of women in here, he was like, he didn't choose you because he wanted to choose you. He chose you just because that's what he can afford. And he was like, and for y'all's sake, y'all better hope they never get rich. Wow. And he said, because if he get rich, then he gonna get what he really <laughs> what he, wanted. What he really wanted. <laughs> and you know what? There's a lot of women out there that are thinking, wow, how vain. That's not right. I'm a really good person. No, I'm telling you. I, I can hear it in my I can hear it in my mind right now. What does that have? Why does my size matter? I can hear it right now from people I know that are going to say, you guys just sound vain. Y'all, you sound like that's all that matters. I'm a good person. And of course, that is again faith-based and empowerment-based. Mm -hmm. None of those things should matter anymore. Mm -hmm. But I'm not even talking about like weight wise or anything like that. I'm just saying like at the end of the day, what I'm saying like it's what you you can afford. I'm not even bringing it into the the situation of weight or like looks or something like that. What I'm saying is like it might be your education level. It might be finances. It, it, yeah, it might be your finances. Like <laughs> there, there's just certain things about them. So realistically, if y'all moving at the same pace, you see what I'm saying? Like that's why that would make sense. Like it's no way that I'm gonna be with a woman. We come in and we both with nothing. We both with nothing. And then all of a sudden I start elevating and then you at the same spot. You know what I'm saying? I'm eventually going to look at you and be like, well, fuck, we started this race together. You see what I'm saying? Now, I done not only surpassed you, but I'm in now in a different tax bracket too. Right, and she's still deserving her ring down there. She's still waiting, especially now that he got his shit together. Trust me, her conversation with her girlfriends is, I'm waiting on my ring. And mm. she ain't done shit. That's right. That is who we are. That's why it is the and topic of conversation. And today. that's wrong. Because, like, really, at the end of the day, now he can meet better people. Now he gonna meet other women that uh, that might be just as ambitious on him or helps him see how much you don't deserve that. So that's why I say always stay in competition. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because when y'all both at a, a at a lower level... Y'all both are mingling with the same type of people. But if he leave you, you start talking to other people. You know what I'm saying? And other people can awaken you on what you're doing with your life. Really? That's your wife? They and it'll and if they questioning it, it makes you question you. Right. You see what I'm saying? But if if it's a situation where now I'm just this is what I'm gonna get out of life, he'll be cool with just settling for who you are at that point in time. Mm -hmm. So you need to always be on your shit. In always in competition, whether it's a competition for yourself to be better for your mate, both ways too. I think man and women. Probably pay, I, I really think I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I think my girlfriend should pay more attention to what I do. Mm. My girlfriends, <laughs> I'm telling you, and I'm, I will. I'll take the phone calls, but I'll tell you right now, I don't have any poor friends. I don't have women friends who are struggling. I have women friends who so have what's made the problem? decision. I have friends who have made the decision that they are good if fucking enough. Okay? They're good Now, enough. yeah, they're good enough. And they said that they, to you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. They are good enough the way they are. Now, so, 
Hold on. So before you go further, mm-hmm. they say to you that they good enough. Do you believe that they're good enough? No. Okay. And this is what this is where I was about to say. What I was about to go along with this, and it's not about looks or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's about the simple things. I have one girlfriend who she came to my house last weekend, and I had cinnamon cornbread muffins on a cake plate. And then the next time she came back, I had blueberry muffins. So she stopped me. She said, well, hold on. You had a different color muffin in this thing last week. What happened? I'm like, nothing happened. I Those went away. So I baked blueberry muffins. I like to bake. And she was real quiet. And then she says, I mean, I like to bake too, but it's kind of like they appreciate and compliment me on what a homemaker I am. But they also, it's a backhanded compliment. It's like so she don't like to cook. It's not that she doesn't have time. She's career driven, and you know what? I she's very very career driven, and you know what? I know that. So when she said I like to, but I didn't stop her. I accepted her, but you know why? Because she's in school. She is so successful, and the only way she got there is because she ain't got time to bake fucking muffins. Mm-hmm. You know what else I say? Well, we have uh, uh, every day. Me and my spouse are on the couch together. There's a section of the day that we're inseparable, and it's when we're watching a program together. I could be telling her about this program. You know what she says? I don't watch TV. I rebuttal that, but I don't I only rebuttal that. I say, you know what, girl, you don't got time to watch TV. Look how successful you are. So even I'm guilty of not saying, hold on, you need to make time to bake fucking muffins. Mm-hmm. Hold on, you need to make time to catch up on what's relevant to a conversation. She's mm-hmm. in the medical field. Mm-hmm. None of us are in the medical field. Mm-hmm. So what you like to talk about, none of us understand. You're right to a certain degree. I guess the I guess good points. I guess points. I, I guess the the correct question would be what does success look like to you? I think that would be the ultimate thing for uh any individual that's looking at how their relationship should go. Mm-hmm. Like what does success look look like for you because to her success might be her career. Her career. Yeah. And she's right. She would she be have right. Ki- she have kids. So that's why I'm cha- yes, but that's why I'm challenging your Hey, you should say something right then because they're they you're saying something very smart. You said if you listen long enough, they're gonna tell you why they're not good mic material. Of course. If you just listen, shut the fuck up, they're gonna tell you why they don't make good wives. So when they say that, why don't you stop them and say, see, if you don't have time to bake muffins, then how do you have time to become someone's wife? Okay. See, if you don't have time to have a movie night with a motherfucker, what constitutes that you're ready to be a wife? Then I have another friend. She'll see me getting a plate. She'll see me being uber uh, subservient. Oh, girl, no, he can get that himself. He got feet. Instead of paying attention, (laughs) instead of picking up these little jewels, or I have another friend. I, I, you know what? I cook with so much joy. I love cooking, girl. I don't like it. It's not a big, you know. I don't have to cook. I can just order out. I got the money to do DoorDash. It's no big deal. So instead, what I'm, I'm answering your question is, I think that they. They compliment me backhanded. That's great that you love to do that, but I don't have time for that. But they are excelling in other categories. I I think I have it. I think I have it. I know what it is. What you're going through is the traditional woman versus the modern woman. That that to me is what you're going through. Because some of those answers that that I'm hearing, like especially like he got feet. You know what I'm saying? Why are you baking muffins? You know, like that's that's a that's a modern woman that, you know, they look at and they're accepting the role reversal, you know, like all the way through the board. They're just accepting that 
you know, we women, we don't got to cook no more. You know what I'm saying? We don't have That's to serve. Empowerment. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to we don't have to serve the man no more. Yeah. And you can be empowered because and but you know what also come with, with power? Responsibility and freedom. And also it go both ways. There are men that won't pick that and you have to make your friends aware of that. There are a bunch of men that won't pick that. There's a, there's men out here that you have a bunch of women that say I'm career driven, I'm a boss bitch, and they I'm, are that. I'm, 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 they are that. And My girls are bad as fuck. In in their own perspective, but they single, so that's why I said you got to see what success is. I watched a woman the other day said, "I don't need a. I have a child." She said, "I have a child. I'm career driven. I make money," and she was like, "That's successful. I don't need a man." To be to make me successful, the guy combated it with, "What does success look like for you?" He said, yeah, "If I he met said, a forty-year-old woman with a child he, that wasn't married, I would say that's not she hasn't reached her goals yet." But that's what he said. He said that is not success, and she's like, "What do you mean?" She was looking like real, like lost, like <laughs> like he had said sudden. You know what I'm saying? They and he was like, "If you are meeting your goals as far as like your career." And you also have a child, but you are not married. You are unsuccessful. I look at that as a failure. And she was looking like she was puzzled. Like, I don't, I don't even understand what he's talking about. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that is the empowerment now that a lot of women look at. Like, they're not even looking at that as a failure. And and then probably until you get that narrative under control, they're going to continue to go in the route of we don't want to do things. We want to do things for us. Power, yeah. You know, we want to do things for us. I'm cool with being alone. And to me, all more power. If you want to be alone, have a cat. By all means, have at it. But if you're talking about you want to be a wife, then you're going to have to do what's necessary to become a wife. Yeah. You know, there's a bunch of things even men have to do to become a good husband. husband. So it go both ways. But if they don't think that that's success, then they just going to be unsuccessful. That's true. I, now, I don't meet a lot, a lot of women who say, well, I don't need that. I'm meeting the women who they think they deserve it. They honestly think they deserve it. That's number one. Number two, they do not understand why they don't already have it based on their success. Because they don't deserve it. Well, because men don't really. But you got to remember this, though. Men don't really look at things. That's probably why they don't get it. Men don't look at your height in your career is a, is a success for a man. We don't look at those type of things. Like just because you're going for your doctor's degree or you're getting these degrees and you're successful in your job does not mean that men look at that as a success. Because a lot of times with a lot of these women, sometimes they use that to kind of um, look down upon men. You know what I'm saying? So, or other people in general. Yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? That too. So a lot of times I, I could say that is that the conversation that you're probably having with the man, he's already been made in his mind like, eh, I don't want to deal with this. You know what I'm saying? Because they're talking like a man. Like I, I talked to a woman not too long ago and she was like, well, I don't, I'm, I'm successful. I'm just saying what's wrong. And I'm like, a man don't want to measure dicks with a woman. Well, I don't want to have a conversation about your career and my career like we men measuring dicks. Because that's how it comes off. That's what men do with other men. Mm -hmm. I'm a successful man. You a successful man. Mm -hmm. They're measuring dicks. Mm -hmm. Now you're going to put a woman in the mix and she's talking that same shit. Yeah. The man going to be like, yeah, I don't want no parts of this shit. I pass. 
I pass. I think women ought to keep that in mind. And yeah, you know, want to measure dicks with you. I, I I would say that you know I love my girls. I would say every single one of my girls deserves a partner, whether they're ready ready to be married, successfully it? married for a long time. I just don't think it's realistic right now in their lives based on. Do they deserve it or just should they earn it? That's the real question. They definitely deserve it. Because I can't say that they don't deserve it. Have they earned it? I think there's still work to do on themselves. Not not bad work. One of them has to make time for love. She just doesn't have time. So my advice would be to someone like that that hasn't that doesn't make time. Then the question is not why you're alone. You've chosen why you're alone because you're career driven. Accept that you've chosen that path. Get through it. Meet the goal that you have set for yourself and then get a spouse. You don't have another choice. You can't do both at the same time. For one friend, I would say, yeah, you deserve a husband, but you need to get your attitude in check because you don't want your husband is a her, a husband wants a wife which is submissive. So if you can't fill that spot, then you're not ready. So until you're over yourself, until you can get over why you're bitter and why you think you need to control everything, then it's not time. I would I would just say take yourself off the market and have fun until you're over that. And then the other friend, I would say you have too much baggage. Baggage could be children. Baggage could be not confident enough. All those things are... You're basically saying, yeah, you want to be in a relationship, but your relationship is doomed. You're, 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 well, you're cursing your relationship by not fixing yourself first. If you complete your goals and now you are on the top of the list of wife status, you don't have anything to worry about. I do believe you're going to get what you deserve because you've done the self work. You can't be all the way down on the bottom of totem pole in your confidence and at the same time be saying, why doesn't anybody want me? It doesn't make any sense. No one wants you because you're not exuding the confidence that they're attracted to. And even if the confidence is fake, when it comes to you being someone's wife, being in a committed relationship, they can see through that. They're going to stay in a courtship enough with you to see that you're not the person that they thought you were. Meaning, you're not that confident girl that I met in the club. You are not that confident girl that I ran across on social media. When I got you in real life, you were broken. So you, 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 it's fraud to me. It, it is fraudulent. You are saying, I deserve a wife. I got this. I got this. I got this. But you didn't put on the list. You know, I am a little bit unconfident. I'm not really sure of myself. Well, that one reason, that one thing about yourself that you don't like is a reason why you don't deserve to be in a marriage yet. It's not that you don't deserve a husband at all. It's just that it's not your time to be someone's wife if you're not confident 100% in yourself. Point blank period. You are cursing your own relationship if there are things in your life you know you need to fix first. Because they're not going to disappear just because you found the love of your life. The love of your life is not going to make you more confident in yourself. You have to be confident in the person in the mirror and then find the, the other half of that, the other person. You can't be like, oh, I have low self-esteem. I got fucked up self-esteem and be looking for a husband at the same time. How does that even make sense? I agree all, I agree with all your points except for I don't agree with they deserve it. Nobody deserves anything. Like at the end of the day, you have to work hard for it. This is this is the world that we live in. No one deserves anything and I think a lot of times I think that's the difference between women and men. Women automatically feel that they deserve shit when men know that we have to earn shit. That is the total difference and I would tell your friends that's the reason why their ass is failing. At the end of the day, they think they deserve it and they don't.
You have to earn everything. Like LeBron had to earn what he got. You understand what I'm saying? Like when you win a championship for a Super Bowl or anything, they have to earn it. They, they don't they deserve it. They yeah. don't deserve it. Everybody yeah. is putting in the work. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the team that earns it, that's who wins it. So what's a wifey's work? Cooking classes. Writing a recipe book. Going to the gym. <laughs> going to the gym. Going to therapy, doing all the things that really make when you say I deserve to be a wife mean that shit. And you can stand on it because you've done all the things that it takes to be a wife, period. There you go. Got to go to the gym. All right. The second topic of the night. <laughs> you got to do your, uh, you do your wrap-up. I did my wrap-up. Oh, that's your wrap-up? Yeah, up? that's my wrap-up. You got to shoot it. You got to go to gym practice. Okay. You got you to gotta shoot. You got to shoot. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You got to make the baskets every time. Okay. So my wrap-up would definitely be like at the, at the end of the day. You have to earn what it is that you want, especially in life. It goes every it goes every aspect of life. At the end of the day, you can want those type of things. Wanting, there's nothing wrong with that, but you still have to work towards that goal too. And and, and even for me, like throughout life, one thing I've noticed is that when you write things down and you start putting them on your wall and like you look at them every day, you have to achieve those goals. So just write a list and make them small goals. And then that way, you know, you're headed in the right direction. And if you know that you haven't met those little small goals, like probably going to see a therapist, probably like loving yourself. Do you have enough love to give? Uh, are you willing to go the extra mile for another person in your life? Then you can know that you deserve a husband. A husband. Yes, absolutely. All right, let's switch the topic. And it kind of, it'll cover some of what we've already talked about. It is the thin line or the gray area between enforcing your standards and being controlling. And this has been one of those things that you and I have gone back and forth on pretty good. So that's why we chose it for the debate. And what we mean by that is, let's say we have a little girl and they say this on every show I've ever watched, every podcast, they say this line. Girls, have been planning their wedding since they were four. Playing with Barbie and Ken. They have always been planning their wedding. Um, or another example. You like men to wear suits. You have standards because your dad always wore a suit. Or you came from a two-parent home. You Women have their perspective of how things should look based on their family life. You know, me and my mom and my dad went to church every Sunday. So you get into a relationship where your boyfriend is on the couch playing Xbox every Sunday. So you say, you know what? You know, when I was growing up, my mom and dad, we all went to church as a family in the morning. And then at lunch, we had dinner out. And then at night, we picked a great movie to watch. Can we try that? For some reason, men think that's the woman trying to control them. They at their homeboy house. This bitch talking about going to church. She talking about her daddy used to take her to church on Sunday. And she expect me to do that. I'm not going to let no bitch control me. So I see it and I don't feel like that's controlling. I painted the scenario because I wanted to say it the right way. I wanted to give you a background on why she was presenting the Sunday church and dinner to you. It's because this is her standard that she grew up with. So I wouldn't say that that woman is controlling. I would say she's just trying to enforce a standard that she has always set for her life. This is the way a relationship looks to her. And I think women are getting a bad rap because men are saying that's controlling. It's not. It's her perspective of what a relationship or an idea of what a relationship looks like. And she's allowed to do that. And she 
shouldn't be labeled a control freak or I want to control the narrative. No, I don't. I always grew up thinking that men wore ties. I always grew up thinking that on Sundays that was family days and we go to church and then we eat after. That's not her trying to control anything. Perspective. Uh, I ain't necessarily sure if I would agree with that. If you like wearing ties, then why are you not choosing a man with a tie? You know, this this is the thing about about women. Like, I had a conversation not too long ago with a young woman who was dealing with someone that was uh, getting out of jail. And she was saying, like, you know, I had been talking to him about getting out of jail, and I just want him to do a nine-to-five, like, once he get out. And I was like, you can want that. Nothing wrong with that. Now, she don't know what it's like to be in jail. She don't know what it's like to have a felon. She don't know what it's like to be hunting for a job and dealing with that type of individual. So when shit go left, he reverts back to what he is. So if you want the man with the nine to five, then then fucking pick a man with nine to five, not the fucking... Ex-con. So you're saying pick the guy that goes to church on Sundays. Don't get a guy that don't go to church on Sunday and then try to convert him into someone who goes to church on Sunday. Because you're trying to control the narrative. I'd stop using that word. I don't think it's control. I got you. But that's that is your feelings. And this is the other thing. uh, This is the other thing about about women. So you have a bunch of like modern women who they will say that exact same thing that what you're saying. Like, hey, I'm just giving a perspective. I'm not trying to control. But the problem with that is this. You're not asking the other person or do they feel like they're being controlled? Because if that narrative was in reverse and then it was and it was for that woman, all women know control when it comes from a man. It's not perspective no more. You checking in with him, girl? I wish I would call him. You know what I'm saying? He trying to control you. Is that fucking perspective of that control? Because your three homegirls just said it's control. You understand what I'm saying? It's a double fucking standard is what is actually going on. You you understand what I'm saying? Like, because for you to suggest some shit is just you, you just trying to put it in your perspective. But for you, for the man, when he starts saying how he feel, you have to ask him, do he feel like he being controlled? A lot of men feel like the woman is trying to come into their life and control shit. Even after the simple fact that you tell them and, and and they meet you a certain way and then they all of a sudden don't want you to be that way. You already know he was drinking and now you want him to put the bottle down. You already knew he was a slob. Now you want him to be spick and span. You understand what I'm saying? Like you're trying to control the narrative which makes the person feel like they're being controlled. I don't get it. I will go. I don't. I don't understand why why men assume that it's control instead of her bringing her home training that she learned at home as a little girl into her house. You you know you can't. You okay? You so you meet the guy with the sagging pants that sell dope that's doing everything wrong. You like something about him, so you get in the relationship with him. You really think that she's not going to try to instill this nurturer that you said we need. Women need nurturers. Well, that's an example of her being nurturing, saying, pull up your pants. That's an example of her being nurturing, saying, you know what? You're better than selling dope. Mm -hmm. 
Why don't we try to get your, what do you like doing? What is your passion? That is not her trying to control the narrative. That is her trying to instilling those same values that she learned into the person she picked. And I, yes, if, are we going to go, did she pick wrong? Absolutely. But we all do at some point in our lives. It doesn't mean that we don't try to make that person better. And I think women are guilty of that. That we think that, okay, yeah, he's a scrub, kind of. I can fix that. I can clean that up. And that's the nurturing side of us. You can't say you want a nurturer and then when you get one, say that they're a control freak. I'm going to say this. You know, this goes on a lot. And I think this is why women get looked at like they was dropped on their head when they was like two or something. <laughs> A lot of times, like, there's a such thing as being a nurturer. I will give you that. There is a such thing as that. Wanting the best for your significant other. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's also a such thing as stupidity. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it got to be at some point in time where the line is drawn in the sand and you be like, this is a lost cause. You understand what I'm saying? Like... I could I could be dating a stripper and want her to get off the pole. You understand what I'm saying? And she's gonna be like, I'm making all this type of money and shit. You know what I'm saying? This is this is this is a lifestyle that I just feel that I like. And and I'm gonna go a little further. They could have a child. So what I'm really saying is I don't really have a problem with you being on the pole. But if you have a daughter, do you think this is the best example for you to paint for your daughter? So I'm being nurturing, you know what I'm saying, and trying to point this person in the right direction. But at some point in time, I got to I got to wash this is a lost cause because anything that I'm saying is going in one ear and out the other because realistically what she see is money. You understand what I'm saying? And money is the root of all evil. So it doesn't really matter. What good that I think is for her, she thinks money is better. So you have to also decide that you can want for a person, but the person has to want that for themselves, period. You can be as pushing as you want to be. You can be as supportive if you want to be. But if the person don't even see it themselves, you you falling on deaf ears. And a lot of times I think that's what happened with women. Y'all fall on deaf ears. No, we don't. We fall on ears that are listening, but y'all just say it's control. Instead of saying, you know what, dog? She really just being nurturing. She's trying to get me to pull up my pants. What's the big deal? I don't know, but she don't like when I sag. Mm -hmm. The right homeboy would be like, man, she just care about you. That shit is kind of whack. But he going to agree that the bitch just trying to control the whole narrative. Okay. So what do you say to your what do you say to your homegirls that say that the man is trying to control you when you going to get them a cup? Of uh, uh, something to drink, something to I eat. I see their nuts. I say, that's why you're not married. But they, I don't hold back on that now. If somebody challenged but, me on something that I'm doing for my spouse who is proven to deserve those things, mm -hmm. then I'm going to say, that's why your ass is single because you don't want to get him a drink. It's not, what is it going to break your back to get up off the couch and get him a water? Is it going to break your back not to take the call from your homegirl because you're having a conversation with your man? If you can't make those two choices, just the two basic choices that I gave you, then you don't need to be in a relationship anyway. Mm -hmm. How you hating on me? I'm in one. Mm -hmm. And I'm in but one I'm, because I get I'm, the cold drink of water. Got you. But I'm talking about their idea of control because you because the man can give the perspective of his side to just say, this is what my woman do for me. Hey, she brings me my food. When she's out and about, she checks in with me. I make her call to say that, hey. We this went from this, this spot to this spot. This spot. Yeah. So that woman is going to say to you and your homegirl be like, well, that's control. Yeah. So you don't get what I'm saying, but your four girls can say for that man, 
that that is controlling. And it's not because at the end of the day, the man looks at it is this is for your own safety. Because if you out somewhere, someone could steal your ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Human trafficking going on. A phone call away could save your day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like really at, at the end of the day, and your homegirl gets snatched out there because, hey, she probably ain't got no man. Or the man just didn't care enough to say, listen, this is what goes on when I'm in a relationship. But other people look at that is being controlling. They do. I will give mm. you that. And, and the only reason why I can give you that is because I've had it myself. I've been somewhere and then I'll be on my phone and they'll be like, what you doing? Oh, I'm checking in because we moved spots. I told him we was going to this spot. We had a drink here and now we got another spot. I got to let him know where I'm at. And uh, and that's not that they don't say, girl, I wouldn't do that. They'll be like, uh, you know, it's kind of like, you know, damn, it does make me feel some type of way. It does. <laughs> it does make, make me so feel why, some type so of way. So why make you feel a type of way? Um... Because of the women's empowerment movement. Mm -hmm. You feel like, you know, and these are not, again, these are my friends who are successful in their own right. They are successful. So it doesn't look like their choices have led them the wrong way. Besides them, not being them, in a relationship. It ain't led them no way. <laughs> but you feel like, you, you don't feel like you're doing something wrong because I'm not going to change based on my friend's opinion, but it's just like, that whole, I am woman, I am independent, I am my own person, I should be able to come and go as I please, that whole freedom to do as you please thing hits my plate. For a second. Not a long time. But it hits my plate because I'm I'm outnumbered. I'm with three women. And these three women have that freedom. They ain't got to call in. I'm the only one in the group that's checking in with somebody. Yeah. In fact, I'm the only they one in my no, friend group that has a relationship. Yeah, but there you go. That's the key point right there. They ain't got no man. They they freedom left them to Netherland. <laughs> Never man land. That's where the hell they at. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what's looking good. How you going to tell somebody else that you in the promised land and they in no man's land? Them shits don't even fucking work out. They don't even, they don't even pan out right. What that is, like I said earlier, that's modern woman, you know what I'm saying, versus traditional woman. Mm -hmm. And when you look at that, it's like, again, double standards. You have a bunch of women out here that are modern that's trying to say, put this value on men and wanting them to be traditional. But they not traditional. So if they're not traditional, then everybody got to adjust to what's going on. There's a, there's a bunch of men out here that have been feminized. They don't really stand up like a man is actually supposed to stand up because that this role reversal has happened. Mm -hmm. But you can't tell a man that he not feeling like he's being controlled because at the end of the day, men have never men men have never really had an outlet. You know what I'm saying? You know who the outlets are really controlled by? The the the, the media controls the outlet set by women. You go down the aisle, and I'm probably sure everybody did this shit. Go down the aisle, you look on the stand, you're in the grocery, you get in the grocery store, or some shit like that. Look over, 101 ways to please your man, written by some woman. It's not a man. 101 ways to please your man. There is no man on this on this fucking planet that be like, there's 100 ways to feed me. It's four. Feed me, fuck me, shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give me some space. You're like, women listen to other women. You know what I'm saying? And this is the problem that's actually going on, that's going wrong. And then when men speak up, 
That's why women like yourself don't understand. We've never really had outlets to speak up and say, hey, we don't really want this. And then they're shocked. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, well, what do you mean you don't want this? Well, you asked Susie and your grandma and your auntie and you know what I'm saying? You didn't ask me. You didn't ask no man. Yeah. But you asked all these women what men want. So when men start speaking up and saying, this is not what we want, it start looking foreign to women. But that, but this is why men are saying they feel in control. Now, I understand there is a yin and yang to certain situations. You understand what I'm saying? But you got to look at that situation and say, is this a controlling situation? Or is this a situation that you just want your way? And that's what I'm talking about as far as like the shit makes sense. Hey, babe, I noticed that all your shoes are underneath the coffee table. Could we put those in the closet? That's something you want your way. There's no but. <laughs> there's no but. And I'm gonna tell you why it's no but. The reason it's not a but is because if you in that man's house, this is his house. It's something you want your way. But you're still in his house, okay? But my job is to make his house a home. No, you So I'm not trying to control you. I'm just trying to make this space gotcha. for us, gotcha. not just you. Men gotcha. Men are going to take off their shoes in the not, living room and put it on the coffee table. Key, key question. because you don't have a woman there. Key question, though. Now, did you ask the man, did he want you to turn it into a home? If you got a girlfriend... <laughs> Then I would assume, which might be wrong. You didn't answer the question. <laughs> you can assume that if a guy has a girlfriend, that he wants to have you do girlfriend things like cook and clean and organize. The only reason why the shoes are under the coffee table is because you worked all day. You come home. You want to sit on the couch, take your shoes off where they are and watch TV. If you had a woman there, she would, when you take off your shoes, just come through, pick up your shoes and put them in the closet. Mm -hmm. So it's not that you want your shoes there. It's just that you don't feel like taking them there and your woman will fill in that spot. You've been at work all day. I get it. I'll move the shoes. Who told you that? See, and that's what I'm saying. That's what's wrong right there. So you're telling me he chose this. He moved into his house and if said, have, you know what? This is a great place for my sneakers underneath the coffee table in the living room. That's right. Because if he have a set of shoes there, they're there for a reason. If there's a set, not one pair of shoes, if it's a set there, it's there for a reason. Maybe, and I'm just giving different examples. Sometimes, is, and I'm just speaking, newly in a relationship. Newly in a relationship. Okay. Newly in a relationship, shit is set up the way that the man actually wants. He lives his house really the way that he wants to. Men don't really necessarily fall asleep in the bed. They fall asleep out front. It might be easier for him to put his shoes on right there instead of going way in the closet looking yes, for them. Uh, yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? I'm so annoyed with this conversation. I mean, you can be annoyed all you want, but we're just talking about we're, we're just talking about control. The second thing is every man then did this. You know what happens when a woman move into your shit? <laughs> every time. Fellas, you ever know this? Hey, babe, do you know where my is? <laughs> know why that, you know why we can't find that shit? <laughs> Because the place we sat that shit is not there no more. Know why it ain't there no more? It ain't there no more because your ass moved it. Hey, yes, you preach it. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't there no more because guess who moved that shit somewhere else? That we don't want. We don't know well. You know, you organized some shit that you didn't ask us about. Decided to organize our kitchen. Organize our shelves. We can't find a goddamn thing in the goddamn house because shit was where we put it. 
for our organization, and all of a sudden, it's missing because the woman decided to come in. And what you call it? Homemaking, you said? Yeah, making a house at home. <laughs> That's what we do. You know what? It would be real interesting if a woman came over and she seen all them TV dinners and just decided not to cook. We're going to just put these in the microwave yeah, I, tonight. I'd be happy if I met a woman that could cook. But what I'm saying is that's the same example of coming over and just saying, hey, since you've been eating TV dinners this whole time, you got a girlfriend. Let's not change shit. Keep warming up your TV dinners. We can both eat that shit and be happy. That is the same thing as her seeing tennis shoes underneath the fucking coffee table and not trying to move them and put them in the closet. It's the same exact shit. She's going to come in and try to make that house a home by saying, no, baby, you deserve better than TV dinners. Mm -hmm. I'm going to cook us a home-cooked meal. No, baby, your shoes don't go here. You want your living room to be nice and comfy. Let's move your shoes into the room. She's not trying to control you. She's trying to make your life a, a little bit more organized, a little bit more don't structured. have a problem with you coming in and doing that, but the question is this. Did y'all have a conversation about that before she started I gotta started ask you it? to be it's a good woman. <laughs> it's my house! It's my house! I need permission to be a good woman. I need permission to change, switch you from TV dinners to, to home-cooked meal. I need what permission is a, what is a to to move shoes what from is, underneath a coffee why, table in a living room. Why is That's, it, uh, why, insane. Is it, why does it have to be a permission without you just simply saying? Because I just simply said something simple. I said there is a conversation about this. And if I can't have a conversation about my shit in my house, then guess what's going on in my house? Control. <laughs> Janet Jackson is going on in my house. What have you? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, why am I battling somebody about shit in my house? I'm not saying what you're talking about is wrong. What I'm saying is you got to still have the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Because there's still a reason why certain things are moving. I'm not saying men are, are, are going to be combative. About, I think they uh, are, uh, though. Uh, about, I think, think they that. take little shit like this to their homeboy house and be like, guess what? I got home and this bitch got my furniture rearranged. She trying to control me. I think, and I, I don't get it. Why do y'all think us instilling those positive things are control? It is not. It's what we do. How about accept that? Women are always, men are always talking about, okay. well, women don't even know men. Well, how about this? Men don't know women. If you don't think we're going to come into your life and try to make it we better, it's women. what we do. We do know women. And that's why a lot of men, a lot of times, allow some of that shit to happen. But that does not mean that we're not entitled to feel like it's being controlled. See, that's where you're wrong. There are a lot of men. Like, good example of what you just said. That actually p plays out. What's, what, what's the movie with Kevin Hart? Um, um, think Like a Man. That actually scenario happened in that movie. The dude, the dude had his house a certain way. What the woman do? She come in and hey, you don't need that sofa. We need to go ahead and get rid of that. You don't need this. You need to make. I'm not saying what she, what her intent was. Her intent was to try to do what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? But the question is, how did he feel? Because we're talking about control. And the problem with that is I'm not talking about what you're doing. I'm talking about how the person feels. The person feels controlled. It doesn't have nothing to do with your intentions. What you're trying to do is one thing. How the person feels is another thing. So if you're trying to go somewhere, just like I said, I'm like, hey, call me before you go somewhere. Let me know your every step. You might not know the rhyme or reason why that's happening. But then I started giving rhymes a reason. Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? It's a serial rapist out there. You know what I'm saying? Call me before. Then your homegirl's going to be like, oh, he's so sweet. But if that don't come into play, she's going to be like, shit, this motherfucker trying to control you. Who the fuck he think he is? Thinking you got to call him everywhere you go somewhere. And all this type of shit. You understand what I'm saying? His intent 
is wasn't what your homegirls thought it was. That's true. So your intent might not be what he think it is. So that's why I'm saying at least a conversation. Have a conversation. I guess. <laughs> I do. I just guess. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm not trying to have a conversation before I do what I do. <laughs> and that's the problem. You do what you do. It's the problem that we have in. Is that's all I'm saying? What you doing is what the problem is. Because even if you look at a, even if you look at a scenario now, what you said about like women doing what they do. Man, most women don't have a cookbook. Most women can't cook. Um, they want traditional men, but not traditional women. Are women virgins? No, they ain't virgins. They ain't going down the aisle getting married virgins. They fucking at a rate like men fucking at a rate. Know why? Because they saying, well, shit, if men can do it, we can do it too. So you can't ask for a traditional man if you ain't dealing with a traditional woman. And now that more men are speaking up, and I'm saying... Some of the shit that's saying is falling on deaf ears from women, traditional women. I mean, uh, 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 modern. modern women. You understand what I'm saying? So I don't think you speaking is a traditional woman is the same as it coming from these modern women because a lot of that is control. They want men to think like, hold on, they want men to think like women. They won't. That's not true. Oh yeah, that's most definitely true. That's not. True. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a modern woman, so to speak, but I don't think women enter into relationships under the assumption that they want to hold the reins. They want to control. It's just that they see something that doesn't fit their standard. They see something that doesn't match their expectations. Well, let's get a modern woman on here first, because you speaking like a traditional, so we gonna have to get a modern woman on here. <laughs> But I don't see a modern woman really wanting to control everything. I see her wanting to fix what's broken, but not control. Modern women out here fucking at a rate of like a man. They ain't even trying to be in relationships. They don't. They sitting out here talking about they don't even need a man. So how are you sitting there talking about they want something for their situation when some of them don't even want a situation? Well, I guess we need a modern woman. If you're that <laughs> modern woman to come on the show, you're going to school me. I don't know you. But I'd like to meet you. So you can hit me up at Kana.Lassiter. That's K-A-Y-N-A-H dot Lassiter, L-A-S-S-I-T-E-R at gmail.com. And I'm looking for a modern woman. Because if we're going to take on some of the modern topics, I guess it does have to come from someone who is less traditional to hold a great debate. So we're going to invite you on just to have the modern woman's perspective. Because I am super duper traditional. And it's that traditional thinking that has me saying, mm -hmm. these are the things that we should do when we come into a relationship. And it really hurts my feelings when a man rebuttals those things and says, that's control. You want me to not sag? That's control. You want me to go to church on Sunday? That's control. You want my shoes in my closet instead of under my coffee table? That's control. That's hurtful well, that's, because the intent is not control. The intent is actually good. The intent is to make our lives comfortable, structured, beautiful, beautiful, favorable, attractive. You know what I'm saying? Who who wants to invite their homegirl over for a Cosmo when they have to sit two feet away from tennis shoes under a coffee table? It takes two seconds to move them into the closet by the way where they belong. Mm -hmm. So if I can't even do basic shit like that and be and that be okay, you're saying that's controlling. Mm -hmm. You might not be ready for a woman. 
and they might not be. And 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 but that's all. I'm, that's okay. Cause I, like I said, you in his house. So what did Ron say? <laughs> it's Ron's house, and Ron's his way. And at the end of the day, you are free to take you and your homegirls. You and your homegirls shouldn't even supposed to be in my house. So so you and your homegirl need to go to her house. <laughs> yeah. Do you want a tap in? I don't have a tap in. <laughs> so I have a tap in. Go ahead. So I have a particular writer that wrote in and said, hey, I'm really close friends with the guy and the girl in the relationship. So they're the friend and they're friends. She's friends with a couple. Okay. So when she's with the couple in their company, the guy is vulgar. He's very honest. I would say not vulgar. He's just honest to a place where he can say anything. And when the girlfriend is present, she's cool with it. But when they have a conversation by themselves, she feels uncomfortable. She feels like, do I need to tell my girlfriend that we had a conversation about sex? Do I need to tell my girlfriend that he asked me if my pussy get wet? Do I need to tell my girlfriend that we're having this type of this conversation? This is a girl who is friends with a couple. Okay, okay. When she's with the couple, the guy's the same way. He's that he's that outspoken guy. <clears throat> and she feels okay when they're all together. <clears throat> when she's alone with him, on the phone with him or whatever, in a room with him, and he's still the same way. She's feeling like, okay, my homegirl ain't here. So this conversation might not be okay. So she asked for my advice. Should I go to my friend and just go down the list of things we talk about to make sure it's okay with my friend? Or if he's this way in front of her, then is it okay that he's the same with me by himself? He's not doing anything wrong if he's both ways. So that was my, my answer. If I'm answering the tap in, she asked for my advice. My advice is if he's not switching gears... If he ain't got on a blue hat while he's with both of y'all and then got on a red hat when he with you by himself, he's not doing anything wrong. He's wearing that blue hat whether she in the room or out of the room. Mm. And if he's doing that, it's safe because he's not pretending to be one way in her presence and another way out of her presence. Mm. The problem is you have, she's not, I think she mm. has an issue digesting truth at that magnitude. Mm. She's having trouble digesting how real this person is. Mm -hmm. This motherfucker is the same on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, no matter who in the room. She's not used to that. I think that oftentimes we meet representatives. Mm -hmm. And so you expect a person to have that representative state at, you know, at time, at all times, really, because that's who you met. So that they have to keep up that facade. And then when you're not around, that mask comes off. So there's nothing better than a person who doesn't change masks when different people in the room. Mm. That's my advice. My advice is to you, you have a good friend. You are around genuine people who don't change their stripes depending on where they're at and who's there. And that's what you always want to look for. Yeah. Now, whether you agree on the con the context of conversation, it might be different. You might be feeling some way, well, I don't really think he should be saying that. Mm. That's that's your own personal hang-up. It has nothing to do with the person who's being honest. It has nothing to do with the couple. The couple is who they are, whether you're there or not. And when you come there, they don't change. You have to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're not okay with the context and the conversation that they're having, just stop having it. But as long as he's being the same guy in her presence and out of her presence, he's not doing anything wrong. <clears throat> Is she fucking a couple? No. So they just friends? They're just platonic friends across the board. Okay. But sometimes right. the girl they... isn't present. Okay. 
So I guess my main question would be, correct me if I'm wrong, if what she's really having an issue with is the an inappropriate sex talk. He asked her something that she thought, whoa, should I even answer this? So, you know, she's she was in a, she's having relationship problems and she happens to talk to the guy about her relationship problems. So the guy said, well, damn, you know, you, you, you like to have sex? Well, yeah, I like to have sex. Okay, cool. You know, you get real wet because, you know, men like wet, wet. And she stopped. If she froze up. She was like, I really didn't know what to say because I felt like that was a question. He may, she should have asked me why his girlfriend was present. Mm -hmm. He shouldn't have asked me that question one-on-one. -on -one. That's how she felt. Mm -hmm. She felt uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, really, at the end of the day, if you feel that guilty where you can't answer those type of questions um, behind closed doors, if y'all relationship have already been established like that, then you don't need to be talking to him at all. That's the way that I look at it. Because you feel guilty. Most people, most people feel guilty for some shit that's inside of them. So that, to me, I feel like it might be something in her where she feel like she could probably cross the line or want to cross the line, even though they might be platonic at that point in time. Mm -hmm. So I understand what you're saying about having a, having a conversation about, well, this is about a relationship and she's trying to do that. But at the, at the, at the end of the day, you should be talking realistically to either both of them or neither of them separately if you feel in a certain way. Because men are going to be men and sound like he's a man no matter no matter what. Who's so, in the room? Yeah. so really that guilt ain't on him or you know his 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 wife or girlfriend or whoever it is. Mm -hmm. The guilt is actually coming from her. Yes. That person actually feels a certain way. But so, there's probably someone watching this saying, well, if my man was having a conversation with my friend, I think my friend is, she she's in check. If she came to me, then there, that proves that she's a good friend. She came to me, she came to that person saying, hey, you know, are you okay with this? Mm -hmm. She checking in with a homegirl. I don't really think that's now, a bad thing. Now, yeah, but now I'm finna speak from the, now I'm finna speak from a man perspective. Like at the end of the day, that if y'all are friends, then you also betraying the man's trust. See, I was talking about this earlier about like how men feel. So you go into your homegirl because if y'all both friends, then you can say that to me. If you feel uncomfortable about the shit that you asking me, then then you need to say that to me. Don't go behind my back to my woman and say that because if they both friends, then that's that the woman is gonna come to her man, and then that's gonna make him feel a certain way, and then he gonna be like, well, fuck it. If she feel like that, then I don't even fucking need to talk to her. You understand what I'm saying? Because that man still has a feeling too. You come to me about relationship problems and I'm just being straight up about that. So if you feel a certain way and it's making you feel uncomfortable, then don't talk to me. Mm -hmm. That's just my perspective on it. Because that's your So you wouldn't speaking. give her kudos? Because I feel like I need to say, good for checking in with your homegirl, but I want you to pay attention that he didn't take the mask off. And that is bigger than you checking in with your homegirl. The fact that you see somebody being real and then even that same person mm -hmm. out of the room, that is a check mark, gotcha. not an X. Gotcha. But she's but she's the couple and particularly the man is being real and that friend is being fake because just because she's being loyal to you, to me it just sounds like loyalty it, to him. Just like it just sounds like she just doing girl girl code. So that's why you Cold. ain't got you that's why you don't got no problem with that shit. But yeah. for for I'm saying from a man's standpoint, you can't come to me about relationship advice and I'm telling you some shit. And regardless of how raw it is, if he's the same no matter what, 
then that's guilt on your end. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if And you, she said that. But, she didn't put it on him. But, she said, I feel I feel guilty. So I want to make sure. And she that's what I'm saying. She admitted to it being her guilt. Sometimes I feel guilty about the context of the conversation. And I think that's okay because it's her honest feeling. So she was like, I'm just checking in with you so I don't feel guilty. I get that. But I'm just not giving her kudos for that. That's okay. all I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying that she's doing anything wrong. But okay. would I give her kudos for that? No, because that's the, like, actually, realistically, if you're saying you're a friend, it, I couldn't be with a friend, whether it's male or female. My context would still be the same. If I'm talking to my homeboy and my homeboy say, feel a certain way. And then he go tell another one of my homeboys that all three of his friends, you know, I was having a conversation with Spade and I ain't really like the way he was talking to me. Damn, you went and talked to my homeboy with Spade. He going to tell me that I would look at you like you fucking fake. It doesn't change because she's a fucking woman. If you saying we friends, we friends. So if you feel uncomfortable about talking to me, then you need to tell me that you feel uncomfortable talking about that shit. Okay, gotcha. You got it. If we had a bell, I would ring it. It's been another episode of Relations. My name is Kana Lassiter. You can find me on IG and Twitter at Kana Lassiter. Hey, you can find your boy on both platforms. That's Twitter and IG under 51 Spade. you looking for these shirts, you can get them at Alphamil God Creations. I want to thank everybody for joining. So TikTok, Podbean, you can follow us on uh, YouTube so you can see visuals of what's actually going on you know what i'm saying so make sure you subscribe to that way you can get that notification click and subscribe and we always have got your support and like i always say about this time